Welcome to episode number 157, Landscaping. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe Goose, B. Johns, Brian Johnson, landscaping. In this episode, we have special guest Brian Johnson. We cover topics that range from customers, small business, competition, yard transformations, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Woody Allen and Buddha. Guys, if you're new, thank you for listening. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. With that being said, kicking things off, Brian Johnson, thank you for joining us, sir. We appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely, me. absolutely. Um, all right, so for those of us who do not know who you are, I know me and you grew up together, went to the same school, but for everyone else, let us know who you are and what you do. Hi, I'm Brian Johnson of Bristol Borough. Yep. Um, I own a landscaping business. I do most of my business out here in Bristol, Croydon, Ben Salem area. Nice. And I have a family, son, two daughters, wife. Perfect. Um, all right, cool. So, so you're a local guy here from Bristol, um, and, and this is where you started your business, right? So tell us a little bit about how you got started. I know you didn't just dive right in and have this massive business. You just started small. Explain a little bit how, got, how you got started. I started off when I bought a house. I had a yard, and it was just horrible. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You bought like most of us. You bought a fixer upper, and you got to yeah. do your thing. So, um, I started off with that. Yeah. I put cement down. Someone helped me do that. And yeah. I was like, how how am I going to do this? Yeah. And I fixed the yard up, put fences up, dirt side, and I went from there. People started yeah. asking me to do their yards, and that's how I got started. Nice, nice. So you started taking on. So how did the equipment and stuff? How did that all work out? Because I know we've done a bunch of fences. Yeah. I mean, just for family, like, and and uh, because obviously you know fencing isn't cheap. Um, you, buying the materials is one thing, but sure. paying for the work is is a whole other thing. Um, and we've done. A, a lot of fences <laughs> and the thing is we're borrowing tools from everybody because with fencing and as you know it depends on what job kind of jobs you're doing you know the job requires specific tools so how, how did you build your toolbox so to speak or is kind of the same thing you start borrowing things or you just little by little buying things I started off with my uncle Melvin's um, yeah. shed he has every tool oh known nice, to man. <laughs> nice. So it's awesome. like uh I started off with that, and then he just let me know, like, all right, you got to start buying your own crap now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> Uncle Melvin wasn't having all that. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. so what was it? So is it now that, you know, you just got your own you got your own tools and you're figuring, you know what, I might as well just start my own business? How did it come about? I know you're doing odds and end jobs here and there, but how did it come about? Um, I just started off uh, in... Well, I went out and I cut my sister's yard. Okay. Right? So I was there and two people came out and they're like, hey, you cut lawns? And I'm like, not really. Yeah. And <laughs> like, he already shot himself down. He's like, nope, <laughs> nope, not me. I'm like, not really. And they're like, 
well, will you cut mine? And I was like, sure. And he was like, how much you charge? And I'm like, I really don't know. Yeah. So they're like, the guy across the street charges 40. Yeah. And I was like, all right, give me 30. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, I went from there. Like, I cut those two lawns. I was out there for maybe two hours. And I was like, oh, I made 60 bucks. I think yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's like, how it all started. Yep. So, all right, so then you got... You already had your own lawnmower. Um, you know, how, how does this all work? Because I, I know a lot of times people are very particular with their lawn. Mm-hmm. Um, some people don't care, uh, but some people like it. You know, trimmed a certain way. Did you get Did you get into any of that, or you just kind of did your own thing and they're just happy with how you you cut it? When I first started, I was doing my own thing, and then like yeah. I learned from other landscapers being out, yeah, going over asking them questions, them coming to me telling me like certain things that I should do. Yeah. Um with my own yard, no one no one cuts my grass. Like I'm I'm a grass guy. Like yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah, got yeah. side in my yard and if the kids step in it they're like, get out of that get out of that <laughs> grass. Like, <laughs> telling their friends, like one kid he's he was in the yard and he spit in the grass and I'm like, What are you doing in my grass? And uh <laughs> my stepson told him like, Don't don't go on the grass. Don't play with his grass. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So you're very particular. So you could understand if. Yeah. You, so have you ever had a picky customer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and is that is that? Are you okay with that? You're just like whatever it is, what it is. Some people just know what they want. Yeah, you just huff it up. Like um, it was a, it was a mulch job that I had, and um, the lady came, the wife came home, and she seen me out there, and I dug yeah. up her flowers, and I was separating them, and she's like, "What are you doing with my plants?" And oh, I'm no. like. I'm just separating them because they look more bulky. Yeah. Like, they'll look better, and you actually see the mulch. And she stayed out there the whole time, and I actually went back to that job twice to move the plants around to where she would like them. Wow. um, But I wasn't mad at her. Yeah. Because if she's not happy, I didn't do my job. Yeah. Right, 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 right. right. Um, So how how have, you know, like, the family been with you and, and supportive um, in this in this venture, um, obviously, because you you know you're still you know still in the beginning stages of your your business. How has the has the family been receptive? Have they just been uh, supportive, giving you jobs? A lot of this stuff is like word of mouth, especially when you're first starting out. So are they you know sending you business? How, how's that going? My stepson, he came out and he actually worked for a landscaping company. Oh wow! And, uh, he came out and and he would work with me like. I can't keep give him work every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like um when I had like big mulch jobs or something like that, yeah. I would get him and some of his buddies to come and help me. Nice. And um the kids, like my my daughter and my son, my wife, they're all like, You're never home, this, this and that. Like right, right. uh basically like bashing me. So the one right. day I told my daughter, I'm like, Do you wanna work? And She's like, what am I going to do? I was like, I got some power washing. You can power wash the cement. It's easy. And she's like, all right. So we go to a job. It was for, uh, it was a bank property. Okay. And um, we go there and I'm power washing the house. She's power washing the cement. She sees how long it takes. And she's like, so this is what you're doing all day. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm actually working. She goes, I thought you were driving around like (laughs) just playing around, like just out of the house. And I'm like. No, I'm actually working. That's why I come home tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, yeah. right. So ha- have you, uh, you said your stepson worked for a landscaping company. Have you got any pointers from him, or have you yourself worked for a landscaping company before? I've never worked for a landscaping company, but he did tell me one thing with the mulch, like with the pick fork, Yeah. how to spread it. Okay, okay, okay. And I was just like, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. There's a... Um, uh, 
there's a, a famous you know artist out there. I'm not going to drop any names, but he said it does not matter um, the age of who's giving out advice if it's if it's you and you can use it and utilize it who cares <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, he was talking about he got advice from you know uh, a 12 year old a juvenile um and he's very useful life advice to an, to an older guy who's like in the 70s and hmm. everyone else in between i think it takes a lot to be open to either opinion or just suggestion especially for someone who's already doing it not even necessarily your, your stepson but you said you you were asking questions to other landscapers are they receptive to you asking questions because it's there's essentially a portion of their competition yeah like honestly like landscapers i don't feel like it's competition like they they right. look at you like it's like a brotherhood okay like um nice. i've met maybe like three or four of them like one guy lived across the street from yeah. my sister and, okay. And uh, he came over. He gave me a phone number. He goes, this lady needs their lawn cut. Um, I can't fit my mower in there. Oh, wow. Nice. So, like, it's some jobs where, like, you yeah. can't do them and you pass them on. I just left a landscaper's house. Um, he actually sold me a bigger trailer than the one that I had. Nice. That's why I came here all lotioned up. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's all lathered up. Uh, he, he shook my hand. We just slid right off of each other. I was like, you got lotion on me? <laughs> um, that's awesome. So yeah. the, the business in itself, so you're reinvesting in your business, right? Mm -hmm. So are you using that? What, what is that trailer now? You know, What are your plans for now? Um, I'm going to get a bigger mower. I'm going to get a, nice. a, a bigger uh, zero turn Yeah. with time. And, nice. Uh, right now I have... I have a big mower. Yeah. I have a small mower that I started off with. Yeah. And uh, I just need that one for some of the bigger properties that I get to make the job go a little faster and easier. 100%. Um, one thing I always think about is like when I'm driving, uh, de depends on where, but typically I'm a lot of times I'm in Jersey and there's a lot of farmlands where I'm at and I absolutely love the smell of fresh cut grass. I don't know what it is. It's just, it just feels like clean. Like something just, it, you know, it's, and the, the perfect lines was something that drives me crazy. I'm like, the lines have to be a specific way or whatever. Um, is that something like you genuinely look forward to? Like, is your, your, your excitement pleasing another customer or you actually just love cutting grass? I'm, I'm pleasing myself, to be yeah. honest with you, because yeah. I love the finished product with, right. with anything that I do. Like, right. I started, like, how you were talking about the, the lines. They call them stripes. Okay. So, like, uh, I started looking on YouTube mm -hmm. on how to get those stripes up yeah. like, last year. Really? And it's, like, it's weird because some people put, like, um, they take a pipe and put, like, rocks in them and put it in the back. It's, it's you know, that little flapper yeah, yeah. behind the mower. Oh, so They put that there. So it's wait. just the grass laying a certain way. Gotcha. And, uh... That's that's what I started doing. I started doing that and going on on different angles, cutting the grass different ways yeah. to make it look like that checkered stripe. Like, yeah. and people like it. Oh, dude, that's it awesome. looks amazing. Yeah, awesome. um, talking about YouTube, I jumped on YouTube a bunch of times. You ever hear of those people who like um, their videos are called satisfaction videos or something like that? Some people like like my mom loves like that pimple popper lady. She gets yeah. she, she <laughs> my wife loves her. Yeah, she, it's like or um, uh, what I like is watching uh, people getting their backs adjusted from like a chiropractor. It's just like there's a satisfaction thing. Well, somebody told me he's like, oh, you like those kind of videos? Check out this landscaper guy. He's based out of Texas, uh, Texas or Florida. Um, and he shoots his entire job like on someone's property um, 
and it was absolutely amazing because sometimes he he has jobs for like abandoned like houses but you know like a um like a flipper bought this house and it's just into you know interested in doing the house not the landscaping part so he hires this guy he has him on you know his business card he's like yo i got another job come see me um this needs to be cut whatever once a week every other week whatever um and so you see grass is like super high and then he shows the finished product and it's like so satisfying yeah. watching the um uh, after he's all done uh but dude, that's amazing so you learned a, a specific you know a portion of your trade from youtube was that all you found out on youtube or did you fix or, or did you find out how to fix you know uh, your equipment on there like how'd that all work with the equipment um i learned that all from my uncle like i would go over there and uh he was t- teach me how to like sharpen the blades. Yeah, told me to change the blades every week. Um, yeah, how to change the spark plugs and all that because I was like mechanically inclined. I didn't yeah do any of it. Yeah, so um, he was the one who taught me how to do that, how to clean out a carburetor, everything. Wow, so that saves me so much money. Absolutely, knowing how to do that. Yeah, so. absolutely. I know there's a bunch of guys around here who have uh you know small engine repair shops and stuff like that. But if you can do it <laughs> yourself, yeah. yeah. Why not? And sometimes it's not that big of a deal. It's just the know-how, just yeah. actually knowing how to do it. It's easy. A carburetor on a lawnmower, it's yeah. nothing to it. Right. Like, yeah. It's simple. So um, is is there specific tools that, that you, you recommend people getting? Because I made the mistake of buying. Um, now... <laughs> I didn't realize it. I knew, I've been, you know, doing my parents' lawn for the longest time, and I cut my own. But someone gave me um, a weed whacker because they upgraded to something else. So when I bought my house, they gave me theirs. I didn't realize what they gave me was a good weed whacker. So I thought I was just really good at cutting, you know, <laughs> at trimming my property. Until that one went. That that one that I was given was already like seven years old or something like that. I gave it another five more years. This thing got to go. Um, I'm like, you know what? I, I had that forever. I, I was like, I'm just tossing this and I'm going to Home Depot or Lowe's, whatever it was. I'm just going to scoop up another one. So I'm just like looking around. I'm like, all right, that's good. That's cool. I saw some ratings. I'm like on their, their website. I'm like, ah, four and a half stars. Good. That's, that's, that's fine. That works. I don't have, I don't do anything, you know, crazy. I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't have my own business, man. I ended up buying the most, like not the most crappiest, but I bought something like in between apparently. And they said, dude, that's not something you cheap out on. I was like, oh, no. I didn't know. And I already had banged it up. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, oh, man. Because the the one I had was like the, I don't know, maybe you can educate me. It's just like the straight arm. And the drone that I bought had like that little bent arm to it. And they're like, yeah, that's not the one you should have (laughs) got. Well, now I know. So explain what's up with that. What's the difference? uh, I like the straight shaft also. The curved one. Some people like them. It's usually yeah. people that aren't cutting grass all day. But, right. But that one, um, it's I feel like that one's harder to control. Okay. But the straight shaft is it's easier to control, especially if you have like a little harness on your shoulder. Okay. So you're not holding all the weight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, it was one yard I went to with with I had the Echo. That's okay. that's the brand that I like okay. for the uh the wheat whackers. Yeah, it's like um, the orange and gray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, orange and yeah, orange, gray, and black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like that one. Okay. One time I go there, I had my my uh, my my lawnmower. I started off in an SUV. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. I had my lawnmower. Whole there. car smelling like cut grass and gas. Gas and grass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it's funny. Yo, before you before you continue, we just talked about this. The reason why I like detached garage now is because I'm scarred of my garage, which is attached to my house. And when I first started, when I first bought the house, again, we didn't have, I didn't have a shed or anything. So I was putting my lawn equipment right there. Man, the fumes would seep right into the house. The whole house, every, everyone knew when I, oh, did you just get done cutting grass? And you walk out and it was all hot and steamy. But, uh, but anyway, go ahead, continue. <laughs> so I started off in the, in the SUV. So yeah. like uh, I had the lawnmower sitting up mm. and I didn't turn the gas off. Oh, man. And um, it flooded out the, uh, the carburetor. Right, right, right. So it had to sit flat for some time. I cut the whole lawn with the weed whacker with the, with the echo one. Oh wow wow and it came out it came out really good yeah and i just blew the extra grass off because the lady was having the cookout and she's like i just need a cut yeah and i just i did that and she was happy with it and that's crazy um now with customers uh or is there preferences because i know for me i'm very particular on what day i cut right because i want my yard to look fresh because most of the time we, we we're, we're a house that always constantly has people over but it normally tip, typically takes place during the weekend so i want you know from thursday to sunday i want my f- grass looking fresh so i typically cut it depending on the week thursday or friday do people and now that's not everyone's preference i, I do see people cutting their lawn and you know monday or just any other given day do people have preferences that way? Is, has a customer asked you to cut their, their lawn on a specific day? I have one customer who only wants their yard cut um, every Friday. He wants okay. to cut. Yeah, so like, that would be me. Do you, yeah. But I'm saying, I know as they get older, because you know, we have family members who own landscaping, they said they end up charging a premium for those days. Um, kind of like you know when you go and rent a hotel down the shore, mm-hmm. Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're going to have a premium to them versus if you go Monday through Wednesday. Um, I don't know if, if you're there now, but eventually I think that's what happens where um, you end up charging a premium. Like, all right, if you want it every Friday instead of whatever, 50 bucks, now you're 75 bucks. Just because I have 14 other people also want it done on Friday and you have to yeah. cut down somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's funny. I always thought people always wanted their grass cut on the weekends. Yeah, it's it's he's the only one on Friday, okay. but I haven't gotten to the premium point yeah, yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's awesome. Now, now you talk about help. Is one of your goals to eventually have an actual staff? And I know, obviously, you're still in the beginning stages, but to have you know one or two you know guys with you on a daily. If obviously, if the work is there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right now, I have one guy who's who's steady with me. Um, you know, Miles. Absolutely. Shout out to Miles. So, uh, Miles, he's he's steady and he's learning. Yeah. But he's there, so like that's, awesome. that's something you can't teach is. I feel like it's dedication, like yeah. for him to be there, and and still learn and not know everything. Yeah, and and take the criticism like you did this, this, and this. Absolutely. And the next time we go there, he cleans it up. I like and it. He doesn't yeah. do it. Um, yeah, we uh, that's that goes for all of us, right? If if we're not teachable, it's you going speaking to other landscapers, going on YouTube. If you got, we all have to be open, and it's just kind yeah. of what we said in the beginning. Yep. You can learn from a twelve-year-old, or you know what I mean. Um, now, I'm always fascinated, too, when I pull up to um, like a gas station in the morning um, and these guys are fueling for the day. In my mind, I always think, like, man, I would finish my day fueling for the – so I'm ready to rock and roll the next day. Whereas in the mor- – and when there's no traffic at night, there's nobody chilling in the gas stations, um, I feel like they all get jammed up 
for me, it's a it's little Exxon where I live. Um, and it's like, why do you guys do this every day? It's like they're fighting for spots. Yeah. And they got these huge trailers, that, and then they're just riding out these mowers and filling up every single one. I feel like by the time you're done, you could have done a property already. Or In my opinion, I don't know their business. I just think that way. But how do you prepare for the next day? Me, I, I do everything the night before. So yeah. I, I'll take the string out of the Wee Whacker. Yeah. And I'll restring that. Nice. To um, so when you get to the first job, you don't hit it and nothing's in no it. No string. In it. <laughs> right, 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 right. I string. I put fresh string in the weed whackers. Gas it up at night. Put gas in the truck at night. Nice. So when I wake up, I'm ready to go. Cause yeah. most of those guys that do that at the gas stations, it's cause they're going there to get something to drink or coffee or breakfast. Right, right. I don't. I eat at home. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. I don't want to go to the gas station and get coffee or anything right. like that. That's right. that's just an excuse. And it's not even just landscapers. That's everyone in construction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And 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 expensive after a while. Yeah. Um that's awesome. So talk about energy. So you do you eat everything, you know, at, at home. Do, are you a coffee drinker? Do you drink an energy drink? How's that work? Or you just naturally have you're just bounded with energy? Funny story with coffee. Yeah. I I uh I also work in the lab. Yeah. So I was working overnight at one point. Yeah. So um, I started off with the coffee, and I never drank it before. Right. Now it's Bustello. I yeah. didn't know that it was. <laughs> wow. I didn't know it's it was. Like a, I didn't know that. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not a coffee drinker. <laughs> Dude's addicted now. So I'm drinking a tin full of this, like two wow. two little of those little Spanish coffee pots. Yeah. Drinking yeah, yeah. two of those. Yeah. In a, in a cup and um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chugging it, drinking the Pepsi like oh my God. two weeks straight. I'm like, I got to stay awake. So, no, I don't drink coffee <laughs> anymore. I was addicted to it. Yeah. You I, do the salsa dancing yeah. at work and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All uh, jittery. Yeah. But I don't oh, drink coffee. So I, I just go off of like, um, I can't really eat a lot. I'll drink water and Gatorade and maybe take a protein bar with me. Other than that, I can't eat. And go out there and work in the heat. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. That's that's tough. You feel you feel terrible. Um, Sluggish. Most people overeat anyway. Um, <laughs> my, that's seriously. My, my uncle's the opposite. He came out with me one time and he ate his butt off. Like <laughs> he ate like a half a pie. Like he wanted a sandwich. Like he's like, <laughs> I like to eat, but then all day he's moving. He's like, yeah. I'm gonna burn this off. Oh, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too funny. Yeah, to me it depends. It depends if I guess the weekend I can eat something super heavy, but during the week, yeah, you gotta keep it light. I know you're just getting started. Oh, you know what? I want to ask you something about the weed whacker. What kind of string do you use? Because the other day I went to I don't even know where I was, one of these big box stores. I'm like, you know, while I'm here, I gotta scoop up some uh, string. And can you explain a little bit, a little bit about? I guess it's like the gauge of how thick the string is, and what's the difference, and what's the use for it. Yeah, my my string. I use the thickest string. It's um, okay. it's called like black diamond, and it's it's called it's black diamond edge. It's okay. got like five edges on it. Wow! Wow! So um, it's uh, I think it's like one point two five. Okay, yeah, because like, I saw like yeah, a point sixty, a point one two five, but not one point point one two five. Gotcha. And, um, it's it's a little excessive, but like when you're starting off and you're wee whacking along the fence. 
you'll yeah. run out of string with that thin string. Yeah. Very, oh yeah, for very sure. quick. So I or if you're up against one. a curb. Yeah, Jim yeah. bought some, it? Jim bought thread, so he's trying to figure out why. Yeah, I'm like, why is this spin? It's not cutting anything. It was cheap though. I get what you paid for. So I recently saw this thing. I don't even know what. I'm telling you, I find the strangest stuff. I don't know how I come across these things. There was this um, product, I would say, that was you you you. It's almost like a um, yeah. It was like a universal product that you put on the end of a weed whacker, but it was all metal, and you could basically cut like trees and everything, like well, small like trees and shrubbery with it. And um, I thought that was like super dangerous because if that clips your foot or something, it's literally oh. blades, metal blades, like oh, spinning. Yeah. Um, and although the concept, I guess, in theory sounds right, but that's if your kid doesn't come out yelling at you or somebody scares the crap out of you or a bear comes chasing you. Uh, <laughs> like, you're car- like you're carrying a blender. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, that's yeah. what it was. It was metal blades that you, you, I guess, you just added to the bottom of, I don't know, your weed whacker. I mean, what, what do you think about stuff like that? That's something that you use. I, I've used one before. I, I did a house for a, um, a flipper in Croydon. And when I walked to the back, this guy had bamboo, all types of shit. Yes, that's how they showed the commercial. Um, it, the yard was horrible. It was like a little jungle. Yeah. And um, you go and you get that attachment and you put it on the bottom because the string can't cut it. Your mower can't cut it. Um, they have these shrub uh, brush machines where you cut it with, but they're like two grand, 2500 Okay. You're not buying that for one job. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. At least I know I ain't. Right, right, right. So um, Maybe eventually, just not now. Yeah. So um, I bought that, and it did the job for me. Nice. It basically cut everything down low. But now we recommend this for the the professional, not for <laughs> yeah. myself, who's uh, who has that little bent. Uh, <laughs> 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 now, now <laughs> Jim's like six three. He got like a short, stubby freaking wee whacker. He's hunched over. His back is yeah. killing him. If you saw, yeah, if you saw, oh my gosh! If you saw me cut grass, man, you would know I'm not a professional <laughs> off the gates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, dude, that's hysterical. Now, here's another thing I always see. I always see uh, landscapers. I never see one person wear the same thing. Can you tell me? I do get the fluorescent thing. I understand that, but what what is like your preference? I see people with like those huge, almost like um, beehive or oh, the beekeeper. Bee, yeah, the beekeeper hats. Basically, I see people in straight up hoodies in like nine hundred degree weather. I get, I understand, but it's you know, it, have they not figured this out? Like I would think, landscaping's been around since man, you know, mankind. I mean, have we not figured out the best attire? Because everyone's always wearing something different. They used to do with just jeans and like Tim's and just with a cutoff <laughs> sleeve. It's for, no one has a uniform. Like, what is it? I mean, maybe a company has like the same shirts, but everyone's always rocking something different. Is it really that much of like, it's just preference? Yeah, it's all preference. Like, yeah. I've worn hoodies, but like they're like the dry fit hoodies, like the real thin ones that are like shirts. Right. Only because I don't, I don't like the sun on my neck. And yeah. Like, I like... I like to hide from the sun. Yeah, I got I got the big sombrero hat. Um, yeah, yeah. Long sleeves. I like yeah. to wear athletic shirts. Um, okay. Actually, I just ordered shirts, and they are the athletic shirts, long sleeves. Nice. And that's just my thing. I've had people work with me who come out in hoodies. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not hot. Nah, man, the sun's not on me. 
Yeah, I mean it, it's true, and then you see like it's always like the younger guys with the cut off sleeves showing off their guns or whatever. But um, I know some. I know they don't. They're not going to last long either in that company no. or uh, or the industry uh, because most people like the o, like the OGs like the older guys I always see at that gas station. They're covered from head to toe because you know you're out there and poison ivy and all of that like all kinds of stuff i got a cream from my doctor that's just sitting in my drawer waiting for me to catch poison ivy yeah <laughs> well at least you're prepared you're ready to rock and roll yeah. um you know talk about business we we talk a lot we have a lot of guys that are on that own huge businesses a lot of people who are, like yourself have a nice little startup um what has been the best business advice you've received thus far or at least a, a good one I was told one time, once you get over the fear of putting yourself out there, yeah, that's when you'll become successful. And I feel like I've just gotten over that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes what it is, we talk about, again, we have artists, we have um, musicians, we have all kinds of people. And one of the biggest things is when, when you're first starting out, um, is this almost anxiety as to what people are going to think. I don't care what anybody says. That is the most normal thing ever. For you to feel that way is extremely normal. For What's not normal is you allowing that feeling to happen forever, mm-hmm. right? At one point, you have to, it is weird. This is awkward. I'm putting myself out there. Um, this is uncomfortable. They're judging me now. <laughs> now they're judging my product as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, my employees, that's another thing that you're going to you know, run into. They're going to be a reflection of you and your company, your brand, right? Um, and so you got to choose wisely. Um, but it, it's tough once you, once you can – well, first of all, the first thing is first putting yourself out there. I think a lot of people – you have a lot of guts for first starting there. Um, but, yeah, it's awkward and it's uncomfortable as anything. I've, but, I've gotten – sorry to cut no, you no, off. You're good. I've gotten told that um, – when I first started off, I was cutting like people like you. I know yeah. you. I'm cutting your mom's lawn. I'm yeah. cutting your brother's lawn. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And my friends would see me. I'm dirty. They're like, "Dad, you doing that bad?" <laughs> wow. My Holy response to them was, "Yeah, can I cut your lawn?" Nice. I yeah. like it. And then they're like, "Oh no, you know this." And I'm like, "Dad, you're doing that bad?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh, yeah. Turn it back. I around. like it. I like it. Like that was that was like one of the things. Like it, everyone was so judgmental when I first started. Right. And me, like I'm thinking, like man, people are gonna look at me a certain way. Like yeah. how they were judging me, and I didn't want that to reflect on my family. I didn't care about me, yeah. but I don't want you to treat my family a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I started talking to other people who were in business, not even like landscaping businesses. Sure. Like, and. I go out for jobs on bids, and I'm like, man, I just did this job. Like, I just bid on this job, and I don't think I got it. I didn't get it. And good friend Dante, he tells me, man, get over that. He's like, go ahead on and get the next job. And I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah. So I started thinking positive, like he said, and then next thing you know, I land a bigger job than what the one that I got turned down for. So like I love it. Yeah. What um so how how does the bidding work? Is, is it really a bidding war? It's really just five or six guys going after or maybe one person. H- how do you find the the gigs to begin with? Um I've been finding all mine through word of mouth cuz I haven't really yeah, advertised myself yet besides yeah. the little flyers that I put out. But um with my bidding like it's more like with uh the bank properties like um 
I have to submit like an estimate with everything. Like if I'm trimming a tree, I have to put how much that is. I'm cutting the grass, how much that is. If I'm getting rid of brush, how much that is. And the total, and then the bank just basically goes with the lowest price. How do you find those numbers? Like how do you know, is it just through experience or you just see someone else's bid? And you is that out in the open? I mean, is it? Do you get to see other people's bids, or is it just kind of whatever you submit and kind of like this, like like buying a house? It's you put your bid in. If you know, I write down everything that it's going to cost me. I include my labor in it. Okay. Um, my gas, my time, what what I'm worth. Yeah. To that job. Yeah. What I'm going to pay someone and how much it's going to cost me to get rid of it, and that's basically how I base my prices. So do you have contracts with people or is it just, you know, uh, do you follow up with them? Hi, do you, are you still good for this week or how, how does that work? Um, I have maybe like, it's like 14 or 15 customers yeah. where it's like some of them are every week, like okay. the guy every Friday. Yeah. Um, some of them every two weeks, some of them every 10 days and that's it. I, I wouldn't call it a contract. It's just sure. like a. A verbal agreement yeah, yeah absolutely um so how does it work there's another thing i'm always fascinated with landscaping is during the winter months a lot of uh companies and businesses turn to um like snow removal is that something that you do just because it, it really does go kind of hand in hand but i don't i don't know how that all works um and obviously there's no real where we live anyway there's no real grass to cut so to speak mm-hmm. how, how does that work I'm actually looking into uh, getting a couple contracts, but the first thing I'm doing is getting the plow first. Yeah, yeah, so for I sure. Got, I got the truck, and I'm working on getting the plow. Nice. I just was messaging a guy about that the other day because I know the season's coming to an end. Yeah, for sure. And then after that, that's when I will get my first contracts with the help of some friends yeah. helping me out getting contracts for that. Absolutely. Um, I, I'll never forget. I read a post um everybody was complaining about this was years ago complaining about it snowing and now mind you it was this was probably towards the end of the season so most people were kind of over it already um and i'll never forget the post he said most of these people are complaining and here all i see is gold falling from the sky sure. um it's amazing what people's you know our perspectives is um or are on on you know how we how we see life just in general um, now, are you generally an optimistic person or are you a pessimist? Like, do you naturally think positive about things or you think negative or not negative? Just what most people say, oh, I'm real. I'm a realist. Um, I'm always thinking positive about yeah. anything. Like, um, even before I started this, someone asked me to go out and shovel snow. Yeah. I was out there in the snow, five hours shoveling snow. Yeah. Made a nice amount of money. And I was yeah. like, you know, it wasn't that bad, but I'm never negative. I don't stress like that's one of the good things with me like yeah they told me that that would help me with my business being so positive and not stressing about much yeah so. that's awesome so so i know you know a little bit about investments uh because you basically made a little bit of a profit or whatever it was and you're buying bigger equipment or things that are a little bit more suitable uh to where you plan to go and where do you see yourself in five years with the landscaping company? Is it, you know, y'all want to have, you know, 10, you know, 10 employees, 10 plows for the winter, you know what I mean? Something like that. Do you have a specific number or you just each year, you know, take it as it goes? Um, recently, I came up with something. I was like, in, in five years, I want to see myself not even cutting the grass, 
just basically doing estimates and just over overseeing things nice and building it up to where like i have one person who's basically like a foreman yeah just there making sure everything's done right just like one crew that's awesome i'm fine with that yeah that's awesome um awesome so have you i know you said you handed out uh like flyers and things like that. I, I seen actually a couple people refer you when someone someone uh, recently. I think it was like two people um, posted. As anyone know, uh, you know, like a small landscaping company that can do this. Apparently, whatever the, whoever they were calling was like these big uh, companies that were just you know charging an arm and a leg for a job. And I saw two people actually tag you in a post. That's literally how I found out. And I'm like, oh snap, that's awesome. I didn't realize you had. And you call it Johnson Landscaping, right? Yeah, Johnson Lawn Care. Johnson Lawn Care, sorry. Um, and then that's how I found out. Literally, it was through social media. Um, is that something you leverage or you're just getting started out, obviously, with the marketing? I know you said you handed out some flyers and things like that. Um, where are you with all that? My wife is in my ear every day. You need to make a Facebook. You need to make a Facebook. Yeah. And I don't do it. I tell her, you need to do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's her business also. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. But... um. That's I just don't have the time for it, right? Yeah. Right, right now is the the it's end season. I don't get home until like eight thirty nine o'clock. Yeah, it's when a it lot. gets dark, that's when we start when we stop cutting. So right. it's like right. today was an off day, and I was rushing to get here. Right, right, right. So, but I just don't have the time for it. Like yeah. by the time I come home, I'm beat. My son wants to play a video game, or he wants to wrestle. Yeah, where he's out back in the pool, and I just jump in the pool and play with him just to have some family time. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's definitely tough. And and as a small business owner, you're gonna be wearing a lot of hats. Whether it's yeah. being a social media expert, um, whether it's just you know just running a business, getting bids. So you know you're still early, and you that stuff you you will figure out. Miles was putting things on the um, on uh social media okay and i ended up getting two jobs off of that yeah and one of the guys he's like i didn't even know you did this and i was like yeah and i think it was miles who actually tagged you and it was like a mutual friend that we had and i saw it and i'm like man that's that's an that's a cool like niche to have and then all of a sudden i saw your name i'm like wow this is great um i had no idea and and it is powerful, but like I get you'll you'll get there right right now. It's, it's a lot to intake. Um, that's awesome. All right, so switching gears um, a little bit. What what's the, what's your favorite part about um, you know owning your own business thus far? You're only gonna get out of it the work that you put into it. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Like that's someone told me that when I first started. And I was like, how will I know if I'll be successful? And when they told me that, I didn't have any more questions. Yeah. Because it was just like, all right, if I work hard at it and I'm passionate about it and I know what I'm going to do, yeah, it's only one way that it could end up. Yeah. Th- I mean, pe- a lot of people say that about um, commission-based uh, jobs. It, you know the only money you're going to make is whatever you put in. Um, and that works for a lot of people. Um, that, that makes them go to bat every single day. Um, and it's kind of like what you're saying. It's almost like this fascination of the end product. Um, and you can't almost like wait to show that person or whatever it is. Um, that's awesome. All right. So, so again, switching gears, is there something you think, um, that you wanted to talk about, about your childhood that you think 
gave you the work ethic that you currently have? Is there something or someone that you just saw that and you're like, I'm, I'm doing, you know, whatever they got, I, I, I want to do the same thing when I'm older. I can tell you right now, it was um, Jerry Reeves, not young Jerry Reeves, older Jerry Reeves. Okay. Um, we were out there, and we would always be like out there in front of Dante's house, playing around with them. And um, his dad, he would tell his dad, "Dad, let me get some money." Pull the mower out, put a bucket out, with some sponges, pull the water hose out. Yeah. That's how you're gonna get your money. You ain't gonna get it from me. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were there, and that that right there just taught us like if you want something you're gonna work for it i didn't grow up with a father yeah yeah, so like everyone on the block called him pops yeah yeah yeah. and um that was it like that's basically where i got my work ethic from right there like he showed us we were like 10 11 years old or at least i was 10 11 they were older than me yeah and he was like you you ain't gonna get no money from me you gonna you gonna get it you gonna you gonna work for it yeah pull that bucket out and i remember i was always right there yeah and that was it. Wow. That's awesome. Huge, huge, huge lessons. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, and we had both of them on, um, both both of Jerry's sons on, uh, Dante and Jerry himself, Jr. Um, powerful messages from both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, powerful work ethic from both of them. Um, just all around great guys. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, I learned so much from them, too. Like, just oh, yeah. hanging around them with their bigger businesses. Yes. And they're like, you can have all of this, too. You yeah. just got to put the work in. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And we always talk about, you know, uh, you know, they call it in the personal development realm, a mastermind groups, but you, everyone, it's not a hidden message, right? It's you are who you hang out with. Mm-hmm. You know, you hang out with a bunch of knuckleheads, you, eventually more than likely you're a knucklehead or you'll be one, you know what I mean? You hang out with a bunch of guys who have a great work ethic, um, you know, eventually you, if you don't already have that, you're going to get something out of that relationship. Um, and, and, you know, success rubs off and it, and it leaves hints. So even if you're hanging out on a weekend, you're still picking up on things that they're doing and Mm -hmm. saying and how they're handling themselves around their family. Are they taking calls? Are they taking text messages? Are they just walking out? All that stuff you pick up on because eventually you get good at it. So you're still not missing out on family time. Sometimes like, damn, this dude's like manifesting everything he really wants in life and in the most smoothest possible way. I want to do that. Um, so yeah, who, who, keep yourself in good company. Um, all right. So last question for me is: is what's your recommendation on anyone trying to you know hit a goal or live out one of their dreams, whether it's starting a business, whether it's going to school? What one piece of advice you have for them? I just say whatever you do, just make sure you put your all into it. Yeah. If that's what you want to do. Yeah. Like if you, if you want to be a singer, you're gonna you're gonna practice. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna work at your your trade. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I did with my own yard. Like, yeah, I basically worked at it and didn't know that that was something that I wanted to do. Right. Until, like, I was like fascinated with my yard. I yeah. was cutting my yard like every four days. Like, yeah. <laughs> you see those stripes? Yeah. My wife's like, babe, it's just grass. <laughs> it becomes an obsession. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It really does. That's awesome. All right, so before we close out, is there anyone, or is there any way, how can people reach you? Is there, you have a, um, you know, a phone number that people should be calling or reaching you out in some other way? I have a phone number, um, yeah. 215-431-7352. My email is johnsonlongcare215 at gmail.com. Perfect. All right, awesome. So there you have it, folks. We'd like to wrap up our episode with quotes, and the first one is by Woody Allen. 
And he states, 80% of success is showing up. And the last one is by Buddha. The mind is everything. What you think, you become. Landscaping. In this episode, we had special guest Brian Johnson from Johnson Lawn Care. We cover topics that range from customers, small business, competition, yard transformations, and much more. We wrapped the episode up with quotes from Woody Allen and Buddha. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.